Welcome back to the Trading Places Minute. By golly, this is the podcast where we watch and discuss the film Trading Places, one minute at a time. By my golly, I'm Taylor. hot today. By golly, my co-host Dan Lewis is Sorry. hot today. How you doing, Dan? Good. Sorry to cut you off there, Tom. No, it's all right. When you're, oh, when you're hot today, you got to let the world know it. Yeah. Uh, and over here is that peach Mike DiMaria. Ooh, ooh. There, there he is. Uh, we are coming to you live from my childhood bedroom to discuss mm. minute 10 of yeah. Trading Places. Uh, and Trading Places, uh, minute 10 begins with uh, Lewis leaving his office still. He leaves a little kiss on the picture of Penelope on his desk. And then the Dukes arrive at the Heritage Club, uh, where they're accosted by a legless homeless man who Mortimer smacks over the head with a newspaper before the doorman of the club gets rid of this homeless gentleman. It's interesting to see. You wonder if you're going to see the homeless guy again, if he's being, if this is just a quick little scene. Might just be a little flavor. going to come back into the movie at some point. I think it's probably just to sort of illustrate what kind of guys the Dukes are. Like Randolph... Uh, cannot be bothered by uh, uh, the plight of this homeless guy, and Mortimer uh, is is vitriolic about it. He, he he's violent about it. He's hitting him over the head. And so in fact, assume, the, you know. the homeless guy uh, uh, walk on roll by none other than, so to speak, by none other than uh, Eddie Murphy. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, he turns out to be the star of the movie, but uh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. well, we'll get to that. Walk that's on. Spoiler yeah. alert. Spoiler alert. Right, oh, yes, then. the real star of the movie, Dan Aykroyd, um, leaving the office. Has, has either of you ever kissed a picture of a loved one or Darth Vader or something? Have you ever like, been so overcome with your feeling I for whoever understand. was in the picture that you kissed the picture? I don't know about That's that. That's a bizarre thing to do, really, when you think about it. It sounds very but It's not that much more bizarre than, than kissing the, 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 the like a, Grave, or like at a wake, mm. or so you know what I mean, like kissing the hand, or doing. But that's an actual thing. thing, though. That's an actual person. That's a part of their. No, body. it's not. <laughs> it's not a person. That's my point. There's no it's a person. Lump of stuff. It's a body. Yeah, but it's just matter. What's the difference of kissing? But, it, a picture? but it's the actual body. It's the body that had the person in it. It's a reason to have the person one. in it, but the picture mm-hmm. is the is mm-hmm. moment in time just the same. Mm-hmm. It's like you're kissing your hand. <laughs> oh, well, the question oh, is, have you ever opened, so open mouth clammy. kissed a picture? Yeah. That's well, the question. Yeah, yeah. non-reciprocating. <laughs> <laughs> I tried for open mouth and they were not having it. American yeah. kissed a French picture or French kissed an American picture. Just or... cold glass. I French kissed yeah. Mona Lisa when I was at the Louvre. Oh, yeah? They love they it when you They do kicked that. me out of the place, but I tell you what, it was worth it. There's <laughs> that one faded place right around her mouth where people keep doing that. I grabbed David's balls, too. Little <laughs> yeah. balls. I cupped them. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> I'm laughing. Yeah, I'm just I'm just kind of surveying Tom's room because we're on Zoom so we can see it. Tom is Now, this is where Tommy first had his uh, first brutish impulses as a child. <laughs> That's yeah, in right. this room, leaning against that a same... tradition that carries on to this day. Yeah. Right next to the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> yeah, so if yeah, you don't know my, a... my my uh model of the Millennium Falcon <laughs> that I did well into my adulthood. 
into my late twenties or something. Yeah. That you are doing currently. But yeah, I just finished this afternoon. That's a number of those that are within his life. He has a few of those at home. Uh huh. He has a Millennium Falcon clock on the wall. And what sucks is I left a lot of this cool stuff in my room after I moved away, and so guests and other Cretans and stuff have like messed with it over the years. Got obscene so, things. You know, with like it. the you know the, the 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 this the the you know satellite dish on the top of the falcon is loose and you know the, the star destroyer it's hopeless yeah, yeah i don't know there's there's no respect. there's a lot going on there right here is the wall that uh, lonnie anderson was on yeah i know there's some sort of framed painting there yeah this room is still my room but it's not really my room anymore like most of my stuff is yeah is gone what but it's got to be some sort of a cathartic to be sitting laying in the same room that that you're that you grew up in like if I yeah. walked in there, it would hit. It would if I walked into my room on Keller Lane there in in, in Michigan, I don't. I, I think I don't. Th- wouldn't know what to do with myself. It would be too much. Too well, much. What's weird? Right, it'd be too much for me. Too, too much. Too same. much to process. And you would Tom be doing would, it after like a twenty or thirty year lapse, where I've been here a couple times a year the whole right. time. So it's Constantly sort of very slowly himself. turned into this yeah. sort of guest room sort of. Oh, yeah, I kind of remember. I remember I had a stereo over there. Okay. All those yeah, books used yeah. to be mine. Okay. If I'm yeah. in my old room in a dream, it's shocking to me. Yeah. yeah. You wake it, up. Yeah. You wake up and you're like, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, God, all my wasted life, my childhood, <laughs> yeah. but everything else, what it, what it is. Wait yeah. for football practice. I'd sit imagine imagine being in that, that waking up in that, imagine being in that kitchen that you drove your Jeep into. I didn't do that. <laughs> what I'd say was that I would be. <laughs> no, I'd be up there looking around and see how there's the closet I would hide in when my parents would would, would fight. Sure. There's mm-hmm. the, you know, that's where I'd the be there. For myself that's or... where the plate would break after your dad ducked. Yeah. And, hit and me. the plate <laughs> that she threw hit the wall. And he goes, <laughs> calm down. Up. It's all made up. It's, it's, it's good. <laughs> Take it easy now. My friend oh. uh, Mark Heideman was in town the other day and uh, while I was here and we drove around all he is he's been here a lot less frequently than I have so we we're driving all over pointing out the what's different what's weird what's changed what's, oh there's where that kid lived there's where that guy got beat up there's where I never fingered no. anybody in my entire life oh jeez yeah jeez come on now it's the whole thing easy pal where would you put Mark Heideman on the friend night uh, compared yeah, to Jerry Porter yeah, my friend. He Jerry should be Porter. on the top because Mark Heideman's been there from the very beginning. Mark Heideman's been my friend since third grade. So it's your friend, Mike. It's it's my friend, Mark Heideman. My friend, Mark Heideman. Yeah. So you if you were to pick my best friend, Jerry would, Porter. Yeah, if you had the two, yeah, because you would say my best friend. It's my best. That friend, is true. Mark Heideman. And nothing against Jerry fire. Porter, but I gotta re- re- reconsider that. House yeah. is on fire. They're both asleep. You you have to wake one of them. You only have time to wake and save one of them. I feel like Mark Hyde, the world deserves Mark Heideman more than it deserves <laughs> Jerry Porter. I don't yeah. know what that means. No, Mark Heideman's like, he's the salt of the earth. He's one of the best people I know. He's a, he's just yeah. a great, great guy. Like, yeah. like you would never, my sister and I were trying to think of a list of people in our family. So he didn't count, but people in our family who are not jerks, who never, like, there's nothing jerky about them. Like there's like the best mm. people we know in our family. And, and Mark Heideman would be at the time. Like there's no jerk bone in Heideman's body. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah, a great so guy. Jerry Porter's oh. out. Jerry Porter's a son ah. of a bitch, but I love him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, again, just sidetracking again. Salt of the earth. What's the? What's the? I don't know. What's the, what's the origin of this? Because I know that Lot's wife was turned into a pill- pillar of salt, and that's <laughs> bad. 
That was considered a bad thing. Why was she considered? She was punished for looking back and being curious about this catastrophe that was rubbernecking, basically. And if I I could turn everybody on the highway into a pillar of salt every time they did this, I would. Which just makes traffic even worse. Well, it takes these cars with piles of salt trying to drive them. It's more than that. It's more than that. Can I talk now? I guess so. It's been a rambling mess here of just. Father Mike over here. Can I set us straight? No. Because it was, it was, it was Sodom was such a den of just sodomy, right? In the mm-hmm. name it said that was it was screwed right. from the beginning when they named it that. You know, what are they going to do there? There's a thing they called were sodomy. Fucked in the ass happened. from the beginning on that it's one. Like well, living in Buttsville. Well, it's not all butt if you if you do the if you do the Ra- Rapeton. <laughs> That's like being from Rapeton. Gobbleston. Rapeswood. <laughs> <laughs> Population. Rim Jabastan. Rim Jabastan. It's Rim Jab City in here. (laughs) Rapington Woods. No, but it's no. So it it was it was a mess, and the angels came to the door, and they said, "This place is a disaster lot." And they said, "You're getting out of here," but and they said, "Just it's it's so terrible that you don't look back." Lot was back. a good guy, and his wife was a good lady. Right? Doesn't matter. You do, you okay. can't you can't screw up. You can't fuck up. And Not so one thing you can't. We're getting out of here, and and if you even read it, it was said there was some people there, and they were all just degenerates. So it must have been like a really like a whole orgy real of the time. Scum, yeah, they must have had all sorts of stuff going on, like real like biblical a, shit. Yeah, like, like the Times like Square area back in the in the sixties and seventies. Oh yeah, this yeah. must have well, this must have been like uh, this is yeah it must shows. Have, yeah, but real old biblical whackness, you know. But the, and, it, and in the Bible, if you read it, it's it says that um, you know. And then the men there who were part of the city were trying to get it on with the the angels. That's in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah, yeah. And the that. angels are like, that's they're a, angels, and it's like that's enough of this shit. You so know, if David so, Bowie walked in. You try to have sex with him. He's an angel. No, I wouldn't. Oh, uh, but 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 the whole point would be is was that they're, they're like enough of this. Where this place is being wiped out. You got to leave. And is I'm telling you one thing right now, you don't turn back. Because turn back is like giving in the temptation. I want to get one more look of that sodomy before it's wiped off the face of the earth. So that was what it was, but like Yeah, but it's, okay. it's that was it. She turned around to look and lo, and the, the word is low in the Bible, lo, mm-hmm. she yeah. turned into a, a a pillar of salt. But why have oh. that the, the old testament is all like arbitrary rules karmic. nice people break no, it's, it's karmic totally and then they crazy. get punished forever yeah it's karmic law it's like this for that tit for tat well i understand you know? that part but to get back to her to be turned into a pillar of salt is bad we can agree right and when you salt the earth it yes, becomes fallow yes. mm-hmm. so why why is salt of the earth a positive thing you. to say about somebody uh, this is, is salt of the earth like the flavor of the earth like it's not yeah. literal salt, but when but, you say but, earth like that, it does have the farming uh, co- connotation. Yeah. What were you going to say, Mike? You had an idea. He's well, looking, he's it looking it up. Looking it up. Right. No, I'm looking it up. Right. No, I have. No, because you can see me. No, but I, I have ideas. Of it, <laughs> I can hear you, you know? not saying anything. No, the the salt of the earth is like is like saying that you know they're 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 like one of the earth, the one of the earth. They're the like the farmers, the the, the people mm. of that you know that that get it. You know, yeah. real well, honest why, people. Still, all that does is kick they the do an honest on the road. Work. Why is being salt of the earth good thing? Why are the why are they called right. the salt of the Maybe earth? Maybe it's then? an assault on the earth. Maybe right. they're, they're, the it's people like are so great nuts. and so good that the, the earth almost can't nuts. handle it. The assaulted nuts. <laughs> it's a pun. Yeah. <laughs> it's the whole thing was a pun from the beginning. 
Pillar of Salt. What a weird thing. What yeah, a goosey man. book. Who read that and went, sure, sure. Print it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Print it up, Gutenberg. <laughs> we're going to be rich. Yeah. <laughs> People are going to eat it up. See, that would have been funny. They just, then they would take her away and sell the salt. Yeah, there yeah, you she go. She was probably worth more per pound as salt. Yeah, but you saw how, what they thought of women. So you, they weren't worth much. Yeah, why didn't the angels like threaten to turn people into gold dust or something? Something more useful, right. you know, something more valuable. Oh, okay, treasury, here's treasury bonds, but she'll be worth more in 25 <laughs> years than she is now. You can profit off her curiosity. I'll stack in a, a treasury decades. bonds. Yeah. He's looking it up right now. He's looking no, something I'm else gonna, up now. From Matthew 5.13, you are the salt of the earth. Low. No, low. not low. There's no low in this. Behold. I'm doing the low. I'm adding a low. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. I don't know what the hell that means. I don't get how that translates into calling somebody good who's a person. good person, a great yeah. guy. That, that's just the biblical. Hail fellow well met is the it's salt not, of the earth. It's not tracking with me. Listen well, what it means is I think what I'm taking is you are the salt of the earth. Don't lose your fucking saltiness. Be salty, which is what got us in the mess in the first place with Sodom. Everybody was salty salt. with one another. Uh, I can play this game too, you know. Violent Femmes have a lyric. We are the salt of the earth. If we're not salty, what are we worth? That's that's see, that's, that's right to that. That's right to it. It has no worth once it's lost still its saltiness. It doesn't make any sense, though. No, but the but but I'm saying they took it from that. Hmm. See, Mike's running. Mike's running money. biblical circles around a point, but never mm-hmm. getting us to the actual mm-hmm. reason. Right. No. Much like the Bible itself. Yeah. Which how you, yeah, say. Don't look to neither the Bible <laughs> nor Mike for, for yep. your moral values. <laughs> yeah. the, especially the Old Testament, which is just bananas. Nothing written that long ago is worth anything. This is no, bizarre. Right. We don't take anything written from that long ago and go, oh, this has got some wisdom in it that we otherwise wouldn't have. If it, what are you talking about? That's silliness. Yeah. We figured out everything. Oh, oh look, look at Mike's Mike. Mike's got a big painting of Jesus with his heart <laughs> showing. He's like, and he's yeah. like, what do you want from me? Well, well, that's what he's that's, showing. That's what he's saying. He's like, "What do you want from I'm me? I'm just coming here to try to get people." What do you want from me? What do you want from me? I'm here to tell you to love each other. What do you? What do you? I'm looking one way. My heart looks the other way. Yeah. Blind. I kill you blind. Let you bring me water and make it wine. What do you want from me? This guy says, "What do you want from me?" So we haven't even talked about the minute yet, but that's so. Tom's in his bedroom. Really haven't. I'm in my bedroom. Childhood bedroom. He's at home. Yes. Do you have an estimated time of return, or are you just going to hang there? I don't. It depends on uh, my mom. My you, mom is uh, on her way out, as they say. Yeah. And uh, yes, she's been ill for a long time, and uh, she should have just a couple of a matter of days left, I believe. Really? No. Oh, I, yes. I, I want to talk a little bit about this, Tom, if if uh, because I don't know what we did when my dad died. Did we? Were we recording at the time in 2021? We were recording, yeah. You were down there. You were down there for a long time. You were down there for a while, and we got like the new. We got the story from you afterwards of like afterwards, and we did a podcast after I got back. Yeah, and we podcasted again. I want to say we did some while you were down there. Well, Eh, I'm very curious. He was back and forth a lot, so I'm very curious about it with Tom, and purely from a purely curiosity standpoint, much less Mm -hmm. like the pillar of salt. Uh, Watch out. When my father, I was in the waiting game. Yeah. It was like, boy, I don't know how long does that, we don't know, you know, and and part of you is like, you know, why doesn't this just happen? Because what, 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 nobody's enjoying the, she's not, he's not enjoying himself. 
uh, yep. whatever it is. And they told us, or I, they had told us from hospice that there uh, is often this like big surge of energy right mm-hmm. before. Okay. And, uh, and I was like, I sort of, I, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I sort of internalized it. Like I, 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 it's not that I didn't believe them, but I didn't really understand it. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of days before my dad died, he like, uh, it was just, we were watching it. It was so, so he was slowing down so much that he barely existed. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was no talking. There was nothing. And then like a couple of days before he was like, uh, loudly demanding to go outside. Oh, wow. His wheelchair. And we were all looking at each other like, how is this even possible? <laughs> yeah. Like, how is it possible for him to be having this conversation? How is this any possible? And he yeah. had this, suddenly, he seemed so full of energy. Crazy. Wow. That's and nuts. it was only a couple days later. I don't know if that'll happen with my mom. My mom's got Parkinson's and she's been dealing with it for well, that's different. You know, okay, seven right. or eight years, something that started yeah. out. And the last year has been t- like, she took a deep dive this past year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm recording an early of one year. The previous year, she she took a deep dive. Um, yeah, and she really hasn't been able to talk and form mm-hmm. words for right. a few weeks now. So, but yeah, I'm 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 in that waiting. You know, they, the the nurses were here today. Like, ah, we're I think we're looking at you know days to a week or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. they, and they, my, they're my best guess honest, based on their experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like based on her, you know, breathing and levels and yeah. things and stuff. And my honest gut reaction is, oh, good. You know, like she can, right. I'm ready for her. I've been saying yeah. a long goodbye for many years yeah. now. Oh, yeah. And Mike, you and I talked about this. Mm-hmm. Your mom That's passed right. recently. Mm-hmm. Um, like every time I've been here and I leave, I'm like, that might have been. I, I think I do. Yep. I may have just said goodbye to my yeah. mom. Um, that's so right. that's been going on for a long time. So in that sense, I'm a little bit reconciled to things coupled with she doesn't want to be like this like right. this isn't the existence yeah. that anybody wants um i think she's mostly comfortable she's like safe and cozy at home and stuff but yeah she's not it's not any real existence and you know it's just stressful for everybody or it's just like this weird i couldn't tell you if i if you asked me what day of the week it was right now i would wait five or six minutes to do the math or something like well, you only know because nothing we're recording weird fog yeah. yeah are you working so, too i am yeah, yeah yeah i'm working i work today um, but you know, Look a little bit you. in quotes. Look yeah. at you. Look at me. Nothing stops me. Yeah, but the the long goodbye. I mean, I did that for like a I did that for like a year. So I'd go over there and I'd be like, mm-hmm. I guess that's goodbye. I'll talk to you later. I'll text you. And I'd said my I'm saying my goodbye, and then I'd stand in the hallway and I'd open the door real quickly. I say, You want a coke? You want something? <laughs> no. Okay. So I'd always, I would always have to leave like on some just nonsensical. Yeah, no, yeah. it's good. Oh, right, you don't want a coke? Yeah, all right, all right. Text me if you want a coke, yeah. and then I'll have somebody bring it over. Bye. <laughs> Slam the door <laughs> and run down the hall. I've been like talking to her, you know, when I go in her room and I, I'm, I'll be talking to her. I'm like, hey, you know, Aunt Helen's waiting. You can go see Aunt Helen and stuff. You feeling all right? You good? You ready to go move along and stuff? And today I was kind of like, it's getting sort of old, isn't it, Mom? It's getting kind of getting kind of tedious. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. that's a terrible. Talk. Yeah, that's hey, Mom. Read terrible. the room. Let's yeah, go. Come on. Read I the get room. Back. Oh, we're young. Yeah. And then when it's done, you can say, and that's that. That's what you should and say. And that's that. That's and that. That's that. Between the Italians. It's real greaseball shit. <laughs> real greaseball shit. <laughs> yeah, we're coming at you from, uh, from uh, you know, we, of course, we, we had the uh, Death in Tennessee episode. We, we had it back. Now, yep. we've got the, now we've got the Tommy's mom on Death's door. Mm-hmm. Flash Michael's mother just passed away kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Where we're it's, at that uh, age, you know, we're at that oh, yeah. age where that's happening now. Yep. My yeah, my yep. mom's awesome. I want nothing but the best for her. Yeah, yep. she's a great lady. 
Then you got to go through everything. You got, I got everything almost. I got just got like a a set of gold-plated silverware in the living room. Like, what the hell am I going to do with this? <laughs> right. so I'm just I'm pairing it out. <laughs> Take I, it to the, to the pawn shop and sell it and sell it and sell it to uh, yeah. uh, what's his name? Um, oh, Bo Diddley. Bo Diddley <laughs> in Philadelphia. Timerist. Yeah. We're just going to be pulling the wool over my dad's eyes this whole time. He's going to go, oh, you can take that brake front and that hutch and that grandfather. Class. Oh, yeah, dad, totally. I'll take right. that in my little salt box house in <laughs> Oak Park. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, then you just you call 1-800-JUNK and you take your dad out to lunch yeah. while, while the junk truck's there. Dear estate sale. No. Everything must go. Yeah. P-E-E. <laughs> it's Pee-wee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I also wanted to add that I was in Philadelphia last weekend. Oh, get oh. out of here. Did you go to the uh, Heritage Club? Not this Club? past weekend, but the one before that. Did you hear that? Dun, 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 everywhere you went? Yeah, I did. And I, ro- well, I drove around Your in a, breakfast, a Rolls Royce. So. And a, oh, beautiful. Uh, no, no, TV? I, I TV in the, in the back? I didn't see the Liberty Bell or anything. What were you uh, doing there? Seeing uh, some... I was visiting my friend, uh, my friend Todd Carnum. He was just here. Wife. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He got. Uh, he hates that place. He hates it. <laughs> yeah, he hates Philadelphia, and yeah. uh, I wasn't. I didn't get the best. It didn't seem great to me. I got to be honest with you. Oh. Philadelphia seems. Oh, like, the city. You didn't. Like I don't know good. why anybody would live. Well, I guess it's close to New York. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember when but I Chicago met, when I saw him, when you were in, Philadelphia out of the water. When you were in town, he's like, I hate that place. I go, why? He, he got like pistol whipped there or something. Oh, God. Like, do it. And then I, then I looked yeah, at him. Like, oh, my God. I didn't even head. notice. I didn't even notice he had this piece, like 20 stitches in his head that had been talking oh, to him for like an Someone hour. Someone tried to rob him for his phone. Yeah. And, and what's funny about that is that he's been my the longest holdout friend of mine. He has a flip phone. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. They don't know that. They just take a look at this guy in his with, with his <laughs> shoes and yeah. his, his blazer, and they figure he has a phone. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's a total luddite who uh, who has a <laughs> against his own will has a flip phone, a burner. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and so the he jokes just on he them. bashed him over the head, and, yeah. and he already hated the place. So I'm gonna laugh all the way to the ER. He's also a bartender who like a high end bartender, kind of one of these guys. Huh. He's in, he, yeah, he's in food yeah. service. Right, and he d- didn't realize that Philadelphia has all of these those all those crazy state liquor rules where there's only state liquor runs. Oh. Liquor. You can't get a hold of ingredients. You can't, so a big problem. And he, he didn't do any of that research before moving yep. there. Yes. <laughs> so he's a yep. moron, but Man. we've known that. Duh. But I yep. didn't get, I was kind of wanting to see some of the sites here from the, I did see the kind of capital, the, the, uh, City Hall. Did you see the Rocky statue? Quite beautiful. I, say, did I didn't Rocky see statue? the Rocky statue. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, what what I, what sites from the opening credits of Trading Places did you see? He's telling Statues. us none of them, I don't think. None. I didn't see them. Like... Just was no. my friend. Did you see the guy with the, with the with the, the the shoe store or whatever with a big guy with the boxing shorts no. or whatever? The big... No, okay. No. I didn't no, see well. any of that stuff, man. I didn't see yeah. any of it. It kind of sucked. People warming their hands by a, a, a Garbage can fire. Well, so like wanted to see that, but I didn't see it. So we're in minute ten, right? Minute yes. ten. They're still playing that music. It still like feels like opening credits here. It does. I mean, the the second build star of the movie just showed up ten minutes mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, spoilers. Have it is that homeless, legless guy. Has the music been continuous? 
it's no, stopped it's changed. a little bit. In fact, I don't, I don't even they, know for sure if this music here is Mozart or if it's Elmore Leonard. I don't know for they sure. Talked, Elmore they Leonard. talked about the uh, Elmore Leonard. Elmore Leonard's a writer, Tom, from Detroit. No, not Elmore. What the El- Elmer, Elmer Bernstein. What the hell are you talking about? Elmore Leonard. Elmer Bernstein. Well, you should two DC guys even... have almost nothing in common. Yeah. Yeah. Bernstein. Elmer Bernstein. Yes, American composer. Stein. Stein. <laughs> well, they, uh, yeah, that's right, because they were talking about Winthorpe and the car. I don't know if there was music underneath it, but. Yeah, I don't think so. But one, one movie that comes to mind that has a very, very long musical uh, opening is Raising Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very long. Like it made Before the title even comes up. And the title comes up. Aww. Yeah. The answer to all our prayers. That's one of those movies you didn't even realize the movie hadn't started. Until you see that title, yeah. Like, oh, like, oh, oh, I'm just getting into the movie. Okay, cool. Yeah, one Boy, of the that's great, a great movie. One of the great Holy films smokes. of all yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. I'll be waiting. Mm-hmm. I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting. There is a little so when he when Eddie Murphy comes rolling up and and does his thing and they and he beats him over the head and then the the doorman pushes him <laughs> away and then they they cut right on him and there's a there's a scene when he says you you stay out of here and he points. What does that remind you yeah. of? There's another movie, and it's a Coen Brothers movie. Oh, where there's there's a tight shot on somebody after they throw somebody out, and they do the same thing. Oh, uh, it's uh, it's uh, Oh Brother, Damn right though. What does he say? I'm what so does he say? Oh yeah, That's he goes now. Stay out of here. Right, stay out of Woolworth. Stay out of here. And they're like, now stay out of the Woolworth. Yeah. But it's kind of like the same framing of the shot. <laughs> you know, it's almost like oh. they're just going to say, "We're only going to shoot you saying this." Wow. Say it again. Say it again. Yeah. Could have been a Make trading a places mm-hmm. reference. Yeah. Stay out of the wall work. That's beautiful. Well done, Mike. Now we have to do a train of people throwing people out of things oh. and yelling stuff. Or uh, I was thinking about that on the <laughs> ride to work today. Like, is there a Mr. Man uh, train? Yeah, I've got to listen, listen for it. For it. Get out of here. Oh, I can find one on this one. I Get really, really like Eddie Murphy's <laughs> very casual. You got a lot of soul. I appreciate it. I got a He's so That's young, you know, he's and he a- had a line. He, I never, I, I looked it up because I just wanted to see what he was saying. But he, he had a line that I never understood. I, I misunderstood this whole time. I thought he was saying, and I didn't understand what he meant. Like when Mortimer's about to beat him up, he says, uh, "My, my wife needs a life." <laughs> That's what I thought he said. But he says, mm-hmm. "I'm, I'm, I'm kneeling for life," or something. Well, Wait a minute, I got, I got it right here. That Wait, can't hang, be hang, it, hang. Tom. I'm on my knees for life. That's what the sign says, or no? That's what, so he, that's says. what he means. Have pity on me. Have pity on me. I'm on my knees for life. Yeah, spare a poor war veteran some change. Oh, I'm right. on my knees for life. I thought he said something like my my la- oh my lady needs a wa- a life. I thought on both said. cheeks, if you like. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I did research. I looked up that uh, the Heritage Club, which is mm. not a real thing. Sorry to say, uh, is was filmed. The the this exterior is the Curtis Institute mm. of Music. Mm. Located at 1726 Locust mm. Street in Philadelphia. Oh, I do remember Locust Street, so I must mm. have been right near there. Oh, okay. It was in the very downtowny. I did go to one fancy meal there, and it was right mm. near Locust Street. That's near nice. whatever it's called, Square, something Square, Rittenhouse. Something Square. Square. Rittenhouse Square. Rittenhouse yeah. Square. Hey, listen. You ain't lying. Mm. I'm trying to think. I, I I've brought this up before, and I'm trying to think. I don't know where this is going. But I feel like the movie is trying to 
post not not pose Randolph as a good guy or anything because he's not obviously, but that Mortimer is the more villainous and like grumpier. Well, he's unhinged, and he like he beats up the homeless guy. He's he, he's always pissed off at Randolph. Yeah. He's also you know, more of the racial essentialist. Yeah. He is. Like, he, he really believes that some people are simply inferior, that there's no yeah. environment. It's in the uh, blood. Environmental concerns. Yeah, I think we said before, like, you know, he, he is all money, and that's all he cares about, whereas Randolph is all money, but he also has interests that have nothing to do with yeah. money. Mm-hmm. He's got his scientific American and stuff, or scientific mm-hmm. journal. Well, what are you going to do? What do you want from me? One Duke's looking one way, one Duke's looking the other way. What are you going to do? Well, I just as I was telling you before that I, I started watching Breaking Bad again, starting from the, the beginning. And yeah, got to got to got to again say props to Dan for his work on that show. Uh, yeah, the fact that you Dan didn't win yeah. any awards for that, your, I think your is portrayal of Jesse Pinkman, and just watching yeah. you just yeah, get Jesse beat to Pinkman, a pulp yeah. over and over again mm-hmm. <laughs> in those episodes. It's good, right? I remember the beginning very being yeah. very good. Yeah, we watched that first yeah. one the other day. I, I, it show it seems overrated though to me a little bit. Really? Yeah. Say more. I think it's overrated hmm. because, like, I sometimes don't like it. I guess when a show like it gets gets it, it gets like increasingly outrageous, which is weird to be saying that's bad because that's the whole reason sometimes for shows is that outrageous things are happening. So that's like mm-hmm. the whole reason when you'd be telling the story. And yet, like, it seems sometimes the, the, the amount of things they go through is just it's too much of an overload. There's no <laughs> yeah. way that that can happen. And also, yeah. it's like, sometimes, like, the, like the, the wife in particular would, like, she would just be, people would just be whatever they needed to be for the plot. So suddenly, like, mm. Jesse Pinkman would act, and I get there's, uh, I get there's ambiguity in characters and that's a good thing. But mm-hmm. like sometimes the wife would be like really upset that something was happening. And other times she's like this like crafty co-conspirator. Yeah. And yeah. Shifts back and forth based on where the plot needs to go. And so mm-hmm. the same thing would happen with Jesse Pinkman. He would be like kind of a pretty decent guy. And then he would just be a completely unscrupulous piece of shit at other times, which again, you know, I guess that's the way people are, but I don't know. It, 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 it rang a little too untrue to me. So as to serve the sensationalism versus like making, but that's a kind of a nitpick because I did enjoy the show. Anyway, that was what my takeaway from it was. I think that is probably a fair critique, uh, even though I love the show. And, and when you compare it to, uh, and just just to, just for the sake of comparing it unfavorably to The Wire, for instance, mm-hmm. a show where some outrageous things happen, but a lot of it is just sort of like character-based interpersonal things yeah. and uh, uh, trying trying to kind of keep it basically real. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, whereas Breaking Bad is just like, boy, you're not going to believe how fucking insane this can be. Like they had to keep upping yeah. the ante and almost yeah. no way to do it from the beginning. I don't know. I feel like Better Call Saul had all those same elements, but but a little a little more grounded, maybe mm-hmm. a little more down to earth. Yeah, maybe not, not, not just that. Earth. It also had all like the brother stuff, which was yeah. amazing. And you know, I still haven't I have, watched it, and I've I got it. Oh, I've got it in my word. pocket. Like I know it's going to be good because I've heard it's really, really, really good. And in fact, people who didn't didn't as much like Breaking Bad who tell me that it's it's really yeah, good. Yeah, it's right up there with MacGruber. I got to get through. 
Portacol. <laughs> McGruber is Portacol, a masterpiece. That's a separate, separate thing. The taking McGruber. of Pelham on Outstanding film. Oh my gosh, um, speaking of movies, movie. which we often do, uh, and trading places, maybe I should, yeah. I, I won't save this for the future minute because who knows when okay. we'll get to it. But um, Ezra, who, uh, maybe I'll go to the movies <laughs> by myself. Thank you, Mr. Mo. He's, oh, he's, I, just, I just saw him in The Sting. I was watching The Sting with my dad. Oh, the other night, yeah, I like And the he's sting. in there. Yeah. This thing Good is stuff. Funny. Paul Newman, right? Robert yeah, Shaw. Paul Newman and Robert Duvall and mm-hmm. Robert Shaw and Robert. So what? Newman's. So what song references Pelham One Two Three? Uh, the Beastie Boys. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, well, where? Oh, Pelham One Two Three. Robert Shaw. I get it. Okay. Um, well, was, I, I mentioned it earlier. You did. Wait, did you? I missed. Yeah. It. yeah. Yeah, I just mentioned it. it's the list of movies that we need to get through. That's that what got you about. into. Oh, Pelham. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah. Yep, see there. It's the taking of the Pelham one, two, one, two three. three. If you want, if you want a duty rhyme, then come see me. Yeah. yeah. That's. I didn't uh, answer the question uh, though. Which, which sure shot. Sure, sure shot. shot. Yes. Sure Expert shot. rhyming of three and me there. Very good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh huh. Uh huh. I had it playing in the car, and my daughter. Great my, movie. Antonio was like, I had Beastie Boys. Like, this is giving me a headache. Oh, and really? I let, yeah, I guess it was yeah. just like too much assault of rhymes and salted yeah. nuts. I got it. The salted nuts. That was <laughs> I think from it's fascinating. Uh, David, David Cross, talking. right? <laughs> David Cross. <laughs> the assaulted nuts don't go on tonight. The terrors have won or something like that, right? So and so, the Austin chapter of the assaulted nuts <laughs> don't take troops. the stage tonight. Yeah. Comedy troupe. Then the terrorists have won. Gabriel's going to do what Gabriel's going to do. <laughs> Great album. <clears throat> Dan, you were talking last time about showing Trading Places to your girlfriend. Right. And how it didn't totally go over. Yeah. Uh, I'm just thinking thinking about like Raising Arizona and taking Pelham 123. It's been fun showing my son movies, hmm. all of which are great. Everything I might show him is fantastic, mm-hmm. but not everything lands. And it's always fascinating to see what does and does not land. It is interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Like taking a Pelham 123, Raising Arizona, I don't know, Holy Grail. All those mm-hmm. things were like, I have no idea how this will go, and he loved them. Loved them all. And like he loved them all, or you know, loved to really like. Chip off the old or, block. Know, that was really good. You know, hey, can we watch I that again? I think that's and a challenge. Some of the ones that's that didn't a tough sell for a kid is taking a Pelham in particular. Yeah, I had no idea how it was going to go. I thought this might okay. I'm going to indulge my dad. He wants to watch this old movie. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but he liked it. He thought he was into it. He thought it was tense and, and cool and funny and weird. Mm-hmm. Um. What didn't land recently, which blew me away, was RoboCop. He mm. couldn't care less about RoboCop. He thought it was a big dummy for liking RoboCop. That was just a big dumb B movie or something. I don't, kind I of don't, I don't I love RoboCop. About. I'll be, I'll be honest. I don't. Yeah. Love oh, really? It. No, yeah, it I mean, kind of, it kind of feels like a B movie to me. All right, screw you guys. It's, it's it right does on. feel like a B movie, and it's interesting to me. What's interesting to me is, I mean, what you didn't, you know, what, we don't know what, what each other thinks about RoboCop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but was the most interesting thing to me to, uh, is when you, when when it's a can't miss movie. Yeah. Like 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 Raising Arizona. Like to mm-hmm. me, it, I it, and I did I showed this to Amy as well. We didn't even. Oh, okay. But well, sometimes we're trying to watch a movie when it's too late to start. You, you gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's one of these things, and she's got to work early or whatever in the morning. And uh, we we tried Raising Arizona. We didn't really. She didn't seem particularly interested in it. Mm-hmm. Which is just like I'm just like this is the greatest movie ever, greatest movie ever yeah. made, and here mm-hmm. it is, and you're welcome. Right. But uh, you know when when movies don't go over, so, so it's not that it didn't go over. I don't really know what she thought of it, but yeah, 
I was just Did like, wait until she though. sees Holly. What's her name? Hunter. Holly Hunter? Yeah, Holly Hunter. Wait until she sees Holly Hunter go like, I love him so much. Like, she starts crying. And all that. Just wait until she's an actress. So, you know, it's like, wait until she sees the act, the crazy acting in this movie. Amazing acting. But see, then you're setting yourself up for letdown because then you're in your mind, like, just wait till you get to that part. And then you're staring at her while she's watching that part. And then no reaction. And you're like, oh, my God. Then you're like, why don't we just shut this off? Should we break up? What should we do? Oh, there's also the thing where, like, I did not know what my son thought of Holy Grail after we watched it. Mm -hmm. Like, he's like, okay, you know, we kind of moved on with our lives. And then, like, later on, he's like, hey, can we watch that again? That was great. I'm like, oh, okay. Hey, why don't you go know. outside? Get outside. Remember, oh, there's no outside. All the fun is on TV. <laughs> I remember watching Holy Grail. Yeah, he'll never go outside, Mike. No, I, no, that's true. I remember watching Holy Grail when I was a kid, and even with the full with the knowledge that this movie is older than me, it's for old. It, it's not for my generation. <laughs> yeah. Even with that, there is so much silliness and fun in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. so insane that yeah. it, it almost transcends generations. There's no yeah. like, that one yep. is like. Again, another like can't miss movie. Just like, what, yeah, what, what would it even be like to not be interested in, in watching this craziness happen? You well, know, it's the Holy right. Grail. It's right. It's right there in the title. Yeah, it's right <laughs> it's the Holy Grail of comedies. I do. I do quote RoboCop all the time. I still do. There's oh, one do line. That, yeah. Which one? So, so anytime I'd sit down to watch a baseball game, Dan, watch okay. Tigers play. What would you do? As I'm sitting down and I'm getting the remote. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Was, it, was it was it Kirkwood Smith? Yeah, yeah. And he, he just he just did, did something nasty or something. He, he's like, the Tigers are playing tonight. I never <laughs> miss a game, and I always sit in there and I'm like, got my remote and I quote it just in the yeah. voice of Kirkwood Smith. Yeah, and I turn That's the game beautiful. on and just watch him get destroyed, and then but yeah, I, I feel bonded it was, with you now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but the, what made me think of this garbage. is he just he just watched um, Waiting for Guffman. Mm-hmm. My wife showed him that. Yeah. And he was like, "That's fine." Yeah, that's a like it didn't. To- and, and like, it, you, you, some part of the thing that happens is you watch the movie with like this other person's eyes, and you're like, "Oh, oh, is hmm. RoboCop just a dumb B movie? Oh, is, yeah. is, is have other movies surpassed what Waiting for Guffman founded? Like, have they built on it so well, much? Can I ask that you, is seen this those, his, and now he can't go back to this? Is this his first movie from that ensemble? He saw Best in Show a while ago. Yeah, I think that's where you start. You start with Best in Show to establish. That's a can't miss. Yeah. You start with that to establish the the ensemble and how they yeah. do it, and then then you go elsewhere from there. You go to. I think you start with you start with Spinal Tap. That, that's that's a, another you know, that's one. I can't a, imagine. Good point too. I can't. I I have no idea how that would go over with him. I would love He's to. He's a little Spinal more Tap. like boring compared to the other ones. Not in a way that I I don't think it's more boring, but I could see someone thinking it's a little more on the boring side. And yeah, like, how much of the of what they are lampooning do you have to know about to think that it's funny? Rock star tropes, things like yeah. that. Yeah, right. plus some historical rock star references. I could see yeah. you need to know that stuff. And it's more subtle than those other movies. Like Best in Show, it has really mm-hmm. outrageous characters. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, I can see in Spinal Tap if, if you don't know how big. Stonehenge is it's not gonna be funny. <laughs> right. When the, little, when the right. little when the little Stonehenge lands on the on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh That's how I love danced. that movie so much, man. <laughs> no one knew oh. who they were. Who they were. Oh, what they, were they, doing. Came from. they were doing. Do we have more to say about the minute? Because we should maybe start wrapping this up. Because my that was, dad's uh, making dinner, and I'll get in trouble. That was uh, that was uh, Ed Begley Jr. playing Stumpy Joe. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, he was. Uh, I don't they, remember that. They just show him in a little cameo. He's like, uh, you know, when they were in there, like, 
you know, they're like bubblegum pop stage. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, you know what I'm completely unprepared for? I'm completely unprepared for trivia. I, oh. I don't even know why Jimmy Well, you don't it. have anything. What are you talking? Yeah, we can skip it. Oh, we could skip it, here. I suppose. Well, no, let's look um, up like... Uh... Yeah. Shut the front door. <laughs> what do you got? I don't know. Let me see. All right, here, Dan. How would you complete Sparky Anderson's quote? Oh, All right, here's no. the quote. Mm. Me carrying a briefcase is like dot, dot, dot. All right, here <laughs> they are. You ready? Mm. A hot dog wearing earrings. A snowball's chance in hell, a sunny day in April in Detroit, a top tiger team playing in front of no fans. It's kind of anticlimactic. I don't know. That. <laughs> I don't remember I don't that. I'm not even gonna look it up. Snowball. Okay. Oh. I have a I have a trivial. I mean a a, a, a trading places quiz mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. But it's uh. The questions are like, why did Billy decide to help Lewis? Oh, jeez. And it's multiple choice. It's more like if you were taking a test for a class about trading places. Yeah, yeah. Like Explain your answer. Your answer. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because he realized that he and Lewis were the subjects of the bet and experiment. Because Lewis threatened to send him <laughs> to jail. Because he began to feel guilty about the way he had gained success. Because Penelope met Billy and convinced him to help Lewis. It's like a, to see if you watch the movie or something. <laughs> At all. Yeah, we weren't ready Okay, here's this. a little bit. Okay, what stock did Lewis Winthorpe III want to sell when it hits 76.25? It's pork, pork bellies. Pork bellies, yeah. That, that was beginning. pork bellies. Yeah. Yeah. That's at the beginning. The other one yeah. is the orange stock, but that's... Oh, like you'd have a bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> and a fourth wall break. Uh, okay, what this is from this minute. What disabilities did Billy Ray Valentine pretend to have at the beginning of the movie? Are you even, I won't even give you the next uh, choice? No legs. And he's, he was uh he's um on on his knees for life. And no arms. He's gay. I mean, he's gay. Excuse me. He's blind. Oh, right. He's blind. Isn't he like he's blind? Yeah, he's yeah, blind yeah. and he has no legs. Oh yeah, because then yeah, like oh, that's not clear mm-hmm. in this, is it? He could just be wearing sunglasses. But later on, he's like, oh my gosh, I can see. Um, <laughs> this one's funny just for the the answer choices. Which actor played Winthorpe? Gene Hackman, <laughs> Richard Gere, Richard Dreyfus, Dan Aykroyd. Oh, that's good. That's good stuff. Yeah, that's just to like see if you, again, if you you have you have a class about trading places and the yeah, you have to just prove that they watched the film. That's like the pre-quiz quiz. Like, okay, did you do your homework? Okay, now we can talk about the homework. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, everyone, that was trivia. I'm so sorry. Oh my. Sorry, God. I couldn't plan better trivia while my mom is dying. That was the Bastards. shittiest trivia ever. Jerks. So think about this. Tom is in his childhood room mm-hmm. with a Millennium Falcon there, and his mom is passing. Yes. That's pretty powerful stuff. I Lean al- into it. Yes. By the time you hear this, she's almost certainly passed uh, long ago, and uh, I am still in those moments where she is still around. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. It is. Uh, you'll hear that later, and you'll be like, wow. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. And you can hold your horrible. condolences, because where were you when I needed you? Yeah. She's dying now. I would like to say, yeah, I would like to say right now, Tom, my condolences for the passing of your mother, which has, which, which, as we know, happened. And then you edit in right there whenever I can record later. (laughs) 
and you can put edit date. it back in. Yeah. But I, I feel bad now because years ago when we were doing the Caddyshack or Blues Brothers, I remember, and you were in that same house, like down in the basement. <laughs> yep, I know what you're going to say. Down by the boiler. And you're like, hey, I'm down here and I can hear my dad walking around upstairs. I'm like, yeah, you hear that body hitting the floor sound. <laughs> and you ever look up there. Crash. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, all right. So- Hello? It's like in that movie, you know, Fallen? and it's a, it's a, like Superman. It was a, Superman was like that. And I go in, oh, yeah. and it's like an iconic, and then the, the father falls over and dies. Yeah. Yeah. Father? Father? <laughs> It'll happen. Father? I hope I'm not here to see Salad bowl. Yeah, to and you hear, it like, you hear it like rolling until it comes to a stop. <laughs> wow, 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 yeah. wow, 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 <laughs> We're all going to, it's just so fascinating because we you know just we're staring, all gonna... You're staring at the ceiling. <laughs> Before you know it, we're all going to be laying there going, oh, God, what's it's all over now. Yeah. I got I got ashes. You want to see some ashes? Oh, hey. I got my dad's, too. You you just, you, yeah, you can just. Yeah. I got them right over there. No, I don't want to see right them. Right over there. It's in a, it's in a vault because we're going to bury them. Okay. Bury the ashes. So it's in, yeah. it ha- if you're going to bury it, it has to be like in a marble vault. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, fellas. Great for seeing job. me through these final moments. Yes, you know, Tommy. Not my, my final my moments. You know what I mean. And good. Yeah. And uh, you have. I'm glad you're there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I'm here too. That it's a little a, hard. It's a little weird, it, but it's good. part of it that I am very, to this day, very appreciative that I was able to do. That's what everybody has said who has been in a situation like this. I'm so glad that I could be there at the end and those final sure. days and stuff. That's right. So yeah. Yeah. Say that to the guy that was in India. Oh, stop it! <laughs> I was on. Nobody chased your arm. Send you to India. I was on FaceTime, so when you're it right, happened. You're good. All right. Did I tell you that story? You, I don't know. Yeah, no, I didn't tell you. Did. did I tell you, Dan? I think you mentioned something about how there was some sort of kismet moment where you. Yeah, yeah. So I was, yeah, I was in India. I'll do this real quick. And I was it. Get right through it. I'm getting let's, 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 let me get through it. <laughs> the moment the size of her opening. What? Her opening. Her opening. <laughs> no, I was I was in India and I was and I was working during the day and then I'd go home and talk to my sisters and I'd be I wouldn't sleep because I was like I don't want to wake up to a bunch of messages. Yeah. And then I got on a plane to go to the other city and I'm like ah I shouldn't be here I should be home, God damn it. And then I I'm like and I got to the hotel, and I and I checked with my sisters like yeah it can be any minute now and I'm like I mm. I, I can't stay awake anymore. Oh boy. And then I started to fall asleep and I'm like you know that when you're getting pulled into sleep and you're like oh my god this is glorious. Especially yeah, like when, when you, you have the wall quill. Yeah, when the wall quill <laughs> takes over. Yeah. But so then I started to fall asleep, and then the phone rang once, like really loud. And it wasn't my phone, it was the alarm clock went off, but it was the a phone rang, and it just said unknown on it. It rang mm. once, and I jumped up, and then I, yeah, then I, I just called my sisters. I, um, I just, for some reason, just got on FaceTime and said, Did you guys call me? They're like, No, but I think you're here at the right time. And then she passed. Oh boy! Wow, got so it. Right. We were, so we were all on FaceTime, yeah. So somebody, yeah. somebody oh. jacked up my phone. Sure. Wow. Yeah. I told my mom today. I said, "Mom, if you want to haunt me, you should. That'd be really nice." I, would I told. I said that. the same thing. I said, "But don't. <laughs> I go, do not come to me. Do not mess with me because I don't have the 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 makeup to be able to handle that." Eh, you might like it. I no. bet she'd handle it nicely, and it'd be yeah. a nice thing. Uh, have you guys ever heard about uh, when? Um, uh, oh shit! Who's the famous? Uh, Escape artist, Jesus Christ, what's the matter? Oh, uh, Houdini. 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 Oh, yeah, we secret talked about word. this, I think. We talked yeah. about, they talked about the secret word with his wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To prove that's that it was a, all hokum. That's, that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that they did that. He's a smart guy. Smart yeah, guy. He, did it at like the, he did it at the, what theater was it, in Detroit? 
Oh. Yeah, it was somewhere in Detroit. Right? Why can't I remember the name of the theater? The Majestic. Majestic. The Majestic Theater. Oh. He did. He did a, a trick there and got and got hurt. Yeah, got punched and in then, the gut. And then, and then and somebody then punched yeah. him in the gut. Well, because people were constantly asking to like punch him in the gut and stuff. Because he know, could take crazy shots. Tall. And some guy, he wasn't ready. He said, "Right, like he wasn't ready." And the guy socked him. My son used to punch me in the gut all the time. He was like, "That's how that's how Houdini died." Don't do that, son. Oh, yeah, let's take me out. I wasn't ready. Listen, asshole. All right, I do. Speaking of listening, asshole, yeah. I do have to go. Go for it. It's time to wrap this do. up. Good night to all, all of right. our patrons. Good night to all our. Oh, uh, we love all of our patrons, and we especially love uh, our buddies uh, Mark Campbell and mm. Captain America Steve Rogers. Thank you so much for your support. They're supporting us over Steve at uh, patreon.com slash ditch diggers, where you can get early access mm. to the show. You can have your name read on the air. You can get postcards from us, all sorts of fun hijinks. Oh, um, good. So check us out over there, patreon.com slash ditch diggers. Uh, I love you all. I love you both. Uh, yep. We will talk again later about all these things and trading places yep. here on the Trading Places and if Minute. And if your dad goes on a tirade, tape it. It was a stone groove, my man. You are the most righteous. Yeah, right. Just get the fuck out, man. Let's go. Shit.